I thought it was worth the build-up. Dude, that was so good. That was so good. <laughs> it's very uncharacteristic of us for uh, a Christmas song that we might uh, use, you know. But it's December. We're uh, inching ever closer to our holiday break. And I thought, why not? Why the hell not? Man, yeah. How are you? Man, I'm, I'm good. I'm tired. But, you know, who isn't right now? So I got nothing to complain about. Me either. Not that anyone would listen anyway, but I got nothing to complain about. I'd listen to you. Oh, I appreciate that, man. Man, I am always Uh listening to you. And uh, before we get to that, I am Chris. I am also Chris. And we are your Friends with Benefits all-new episode live to you, coming live to you. Uh, I love it. I love this new adventure that we've got. For the next couple weeks, and then we're going to be off for a while. <laughs> <laughs> then we're going to be off for a few weeks, and then we'll be back. Yeah. But then we'll be back, and we're going to be live like that, all, all, uh, all like this. It's going to be great. And uh, so, what if we uh, we got a tradition going? And uh, so, what do you what do you have in the uh, in the can today? So today is a uh, yet another one that comes with a, a small story. I love I love the ones that come with stories. So, um, this is a brewery called Bearded Iris. They're based in somewhere in Tennessee. I can't remember exactly where. And so let's fall back to, uh, early June of 2018. And I'm in the budding down or historic downtown area of Bowling Green, Kentucky. Killing, uh, time, yeah. killing time until I go to a friend's wedding. Um, don't know who the friend was, but, uh, some Obviously douche. someone I never speak to anymore. No, uh, some douche. So uh, I end up with the real Commander Cox. And we end up at this brewery. We uh, have a drink, and we sit there, and we end up talking to the dude at the next bar stool down, or a couple bar stools down. He's like, yeah, blah, 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 blah. And he turns and makes some, like, smart-ass comment to the guy behind the bar. And I was like, that's kind of fucking awkward. And then he's like, oh, it's fine, like, I own the place and that's my cousin. And I was like, Oh, okay. So like we sit there and we like shoot the shit with him for a couple minutes. He's like, Hey, do you want to try something? We just got in. And I was like, sure. So he goes and he gets us another beer from bearded Iris. And it was one of the my absolute favorite, uh, favorite beers of all time. And so this is their, uh, attention please. So, uh, and it's a double IPA. It is described as pillowy, tropical, and citra. And that's what's described on the can. And I would describe it as... <laughs> delicious, but not very far off from the of the other double IPA I've had from them. Okay, okay. So, so similar to the other one. Okay. Similar, but... I, and much like real life, I'm kind of a whore for like collector's editions and like limited runs of things. And so I saw that it was a small batch, so it's only going to be on sale for a little while. But, uh, yeah, so it's good. It's yeah. good. Yeah. Good. And, and you know, I mean, it was a little expensive, but it's four 16 ounce cans. So see, that's where they get you now is I've noticed that a lot of beers are doing the 16 ounce rather mm -hmm. than, than the 12s that it used to be. Uh, so, I mean, I guess you get a little bit more value with that. The Broken Skull. Yeah, the Broken Skull uh, gives you... The, uh, first of all, I love the can art, like the oh, design absolutely. on it, which looks great. Um, which we also got to talk about uh, designs that we love and art that we love real quick. Oh, God, um, yeah. But, uh, no, like, yeah, the, the Broken Skull, it, it does, like, it kind of tricks you where, uh, you know, you get and you, you see the 16-ounce... Uh, the uh, so you think that you're getting a better value, but Broken Skull is expensive. But uh, maybe one week we'll both have we'll, we'll time it out where we both do a Broken Skull. I tried, I tried, man. Uh, the last time I made my beer run, they didn't have any at the liquor barn I went to. What? Yeah, it's becoming a fucking rarity in Lexington for some reason. So, but the next time I have some, I actually have a four pack that's owed to me. My friend Tim and I made a bet on, oh gosh, it was some match. I can't remember what pay-per-view it was at, but we made a bet and he, uh, I'm, I'm two for two on beating him and betting broken skull four packs this year. So yeah, wow. I'm, I'm trying. 
you know, um, that's all you can do, I guess, is try. So, yeah, you know. Uh, we're also uh, we're also trying something new where we're uh, starting streaming to the Twitch channel this week. Oh yeah! Uh, so we're going to be doing that going forward. We're going to be, uh, of course, you know, posting on the um, on the Facebook and the Twitter pages the the link to the the Twitch page. So that's going to be our official home base for all of our streaming. So yeah, jump uh, into the chat with us if yeah. you have a Twitch account. If you don't have a Twitch account, make one and jump into the chat with us. It's free. Uh, I think Flanagan or uh, will be operating the TN2M underscore shows. I will be on yeah. my I will be on my normal account, which you can find me on most social media of uh, <laughs> yeah. SamX1605. Yeah, going to type in hi guys yeah. with an exclamation point in the chat right now. And uh, I see our buddy uh, Jason in there already. So uh, if you're, th- this is going to be where it's weird, where it's going to be like if you're listening to this like months later through like the app, uh, which also if you don't have the TN2M Shows app uh, through your Android uh, Google Play Store or your uh, Apple App Store, you can get that. Um, because now we're going to be like, oh, yeah, so-and-so in the chat, so-and-so in the chat. People are going to be like, what, what, what? not happening but that's okay because you're missing out if you're not listening live um also you can uh jump in on the on uh on the conversation as you see on the uh the video uh 270-883-1617 at any time you can uh we, we, we might screen calls we might not take your call at the time if we're not taking calls if we're in the middle of a good conversation or something but uh we might ask for calls you know we might do uh you know, we might take a, a phone scan at some point. So, uh, but uh, you know, we're trying a bunch of new stuff for uh, some interaction and, and all that stuff. So, uh, bear with us while we work out some of the kinks. Uh, but I think it's, I think this is going to be good. I think this is going to be fun. So, can I tell them another new thing we're going to try out soon? Yeah. And this one also comes with a kind of funny story. And I, I really do want to hear your response and your reaction to this. Uh, when I texted you on Sunday and just said, are you ready? And <laughs> are you sitting down? <laughs> and I want you to like at the time, like I was eating or no, I was talking to my parents because I call my parents every Sunday uh, at the same mm-hmm. time. Cause you know, they live so far away that I don't get to, to talk to them, uh, you know, often uh, like during the week. So I'll call them at the same time every every week, and it was like towards the end of my call, and I saw that like the, my phone buzzed while I was talking to him, and uh, I saw that text, and I was like, "Oh dear God!" Like, "Oh no, oh no!" Like I got worried because I was like, "Oh no!" Like this is this is not going to be good. Like, "Oh no!" And uh, so we finished up our talk, and then I said, I texted, and I was like, "Yeah, I, I, I think so. I am, and I am." And then, uh, God, like, did you get, did, was there an audible reaction when you sent it or when I, when you saw it? I did the, um, and it's, it's different now. Like when I used to have shorter hair and you'll be proud of me because, uh, I am, uh, growing, I'm, I'm back to growing my hair out a little longer. Good. Um, Good. but, uh, I do that where I like, I, I audibly went, Oh boy. And then I took my hand and I like ran it through my hair. Like, and it was like, it was like front to back. It wasn't like along the wave that I have, like, cause normally I, you know, I, I, I push it over, but I just went like front to back, like straight back. And I just went, Oh boy. And I sent it and I sent the, all right, what, what you got? Cause I was afraid. Like I, I was like, I was genuinely like, here's the thing. There's a couple people in my life, in my world, in my universe that when, when I get a text like that, like it genuinely could be anything. Like it literally could be anything. So I honestly had no idea what to expect whatsoever. I'm happy I'm one of those people. I don't know if I should be, but I am happy you I'm are. one of those people. You are legit one of those people for sure. I'm, I'm also up there as the person who, when you post something that can be taken in multiple different ways, if I text you really quickly, you go, Oh God, I hope that's Koran. Yeah. Where it's like, doo doo. And it's usually like, uh, it like you'll, you'll send a screenshot and you're like, what's up. <laughs> so, um, 
a few months ago, I had uh, spoken to one of my friends. Uh, we'll we'll plug him here shortly. Oh yeah, about, oh yeah, we will. Uh, about doing a, a new logo for us, or a new video, or not video, but a new uh, banner or something like that. And uh, he'd gotten busy. He's actually done. I think. Uh, I mean, he, he does like daily thirty minute drawings on Twitter now. He posts on Instagram and. Uh, in one of the more like artistic jobs I can think of, his job is literally building prosthetic limbs. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, he is training under my cousin's father for that job, by the way. Uh, it's, it's interesting that like, uh, I, I, I would love to know the training behind all of that. Uh, yeah. I mean, it doesn't just sound awesome, but apparently he is unsurprisingly excelling in that. Well, yeah. Uh, so I want to make sure I get both of his socials correctly because I can't remember uh, if he has the underscore on both or not. So um, my buddy's name is Jimmy. Uh, you can find him at uh, sorry hat, all one word on Instagram or sorry underscore hat on Twitter. He designed an awesome new photo for us or yeah. banner profile picture, whatever you want to call it. He designed us a new logo and it looks great. And I got to drop that on you on Sunday. And, uh, check out his art. The dude needs to do more commission work because uh, I know several people who would happily pay money for his artwork. I have happily paid money for his artwork. I will happily pay more money for more of his artwork. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he's getting the recognition he's deserved for a long time because he has been one of the most talented artists I've known. Uh, and that's not, I mean, that's, and that is not discounting any of my close friends at all. Justin, Ken, Bryce, they are all, they are right on par with him. They are four of the most talented people I know. Uh, throw in Tressa and Pizza Face in there as well. Like, I'm blessed to have this abundance of amazing, of, of amazing artists in my life. And, uh, we're also amazing. And we're also lucky because they are all amazing enough to support us. Um, so yeah. Uh, but Jimmy, uh, we will on air happily thank you again. Thank uh, you so yeah. much. Thousand percent yes. Uh, and starting next week, that is going to be the uh, the photo that is the the background photo on our stream. Uh, like before we start, because before we start, we have just the logo up. And um, starting next week, that's going to be like the full time logo. It's on all the um, uh, like on all of our headers and stuff right now. It's going to be the the uh, episode artwork from now on like it is it is incredible that's what i was trying to think of episode artwork so uh apparently i'm an idiot no not <laughs> well i mean idiot. i am an idiot. well not about this uh but no it uh yeah oh it's it's it, it makes us look better than we actually are uh which is the best thing that i can say uh, about just about anything um, is it, it elevates us. So now we have to live up to that artwork. So, which is a daunting task. <laughs> yeah, it is. I realized that uh, yesterday I was like, shit, now we have to be good enough to earn that artwork. So, <laughs> oh my God, I don't know how we're going to do it, but we're going to have to try, I guess. So and that was, that was a gift I had for you. It wasn't a gift you were expecting, but it was a gift I had for you. Um, which brings me to something I also wanted to talk about today. Uh, occasionally we're trying to like throw in some holiday conversational topics and that kind of thing. And uh, I pitched to you about, um, did you ever wake up on Christmas morning and you were like so stoked? You were like 2000% sure Santa was bringing you something. Mom and dad were bringing you something like you were getting that gift. Yeah, and, and I'm trying to uh, to to delicately balance when I answer this because I'm trying not to sound like you know an entitled prick. Same when I'm like I my parents should have gotten me this, and um, because I I find myself there are times and like I'll be doing just like random whatever stuff and all of a sudden this memory from my my youth will flood back into my mind and i realize like i feel the need to call or text my parents and just be like i'm so sorry you know for being an awful child at this point and you know my dad is as gracious 
as as, as ever because he just says, well, you know that that's part of growing up, and you know that that's just that's <laughs> it. And I'm like, no, like there's no way that's just like you know part of growing up. It's like I was a little shit. I was a terror, and at times, like there are times where I'm just like, my God, like I was awful. Like I have a lot of stories about like I asked for stuff that my parents got me. And then like, I either treated it like shit or I didn't want it once I got it. And like, I didn't like appreciate it. Um, but I remember like a lot of the stuff that like, I, I knew, like, I, I was just like, I know I'm going to get this. I know I'm going to get this. And then I didn't, usually it was like, uh, specific video games. Um, or, like certain specific, like one specific, like if I asked for like one specific toy of like an assortment, like I always ask for like the hardest one to get. Mm-hmm. And my mom, like my, both my parents are like, like we work full-time jobs. Like we're not miracle workers. Like if, if the, if the toys are us 35 minutes away happens to have it, the one time we get to go, we'll get it. But otherwise, <laughs> like, I don't really know. So that was, that was my thing was like a lot of, uh, like a lot of the stuff that I, it was like one specific game. And my parents were like, well, you know, the closest store that we had was, you know, was Walmart. And they're like, well, you know, Walmart doesn't carry that one or they were out or whatever. Um, but like, especially in the era of like Nintendo 64, mm-hmm. like I would, I would ask for like a specific game. And I remember um, it turned out to be actually like a gift in disguise that I didn't get it because I was like, I was so sure that because uh, I'm like it's a wholesome game. Like there's no way that my parents wouldn't get it for me. There was a and you're gonna make fun of me, but I don't care at this point. You know you've made fun of me for a lot worse, so it's fine. Um, there was a a Nintendo 64 game that I wanted for Christmas, and it was like, oh, I know I want to get this. I want to get this. And it was the uh, there was a Scooby Doo game, and it was like solve a mystery and all that stuff. And it was like at that point, I was really into like. Salt like 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 mystery stuff, and I had rediscovered Scooby Doo, and I was like, "Oh, this reading be- a lot of Hardy Boys books at that time." Well, no, um, <laughs> and the weird one, like, the the Boxcar Children, was my was my book series. Um, okay, yeah, well, um, and uh, so I was like, I was super into it, and I was like, "Oh, I know my parents are because it's not like Mortal Kombat where my parents are like, absolutely not, like." Um, it was it was like a wholesome thing. Like my parents knew it. It was like it was fun for all ages, whatever. And my parents were like no, did not get it. And then it turns out the game was like hot trash. So it's actually probably better that I didn't get it. But I like that one sticks out vividly. Uh, also, uh, to complete the set, I never got the uh, the big boss man wrestling buddy. Oh damn! You had the rest of them though. I had uh, I had Million Dollar Man. I had Ultimate Warrior. I had the Legion of Doom, uh, Hulk Hogan, and I think there was one more, Macho King. Macho King. Uh, so I had those, and the only one I didn't have was the Big Boss Man, and he was like part of a later series. Um, and like by the time it came around, I was kind of like falling out of it at that point because that was like late ninety two ish. And I was kind of falling out of it at that point. Um, so I never got around to, like, getting the big boss man. But, like, yeah, that was the one that I wanted, never got. So I uh, kind of have a – I also have a game story to tell. Like, uh, Christmas 2002, I wanted an Xbox. I wanted an Xbox. I wanted an Xbox. So, you know, mom was like, well, we'll see. But, you know, write down a couple games you might want. Only game I want. Halo. Halo. It's literally, like, circled and underlined. And, you know, 18 years later, I can't seem to think of what else I had on the list. But Halo was, like, the one. So it's Christmas morning. Get up. You know, go downstairs. Because my parents had this, like, weird tradition of, like, and this continued way too late into life. I'm not going to like say how long it lasted, but I continued just way too late into life. I'm, I'm, I'm 17 at the time of this story and it was still happening. We would do like the, the mom and dad gifts, which was like the clothes and that kind of stuff on Christmas Eve. 
and we would do like the fun stuff on Christmas Day. So that's when we would get like the video games, the toys, right? You know that kind of stuff. Uh, so I, uh, yeah. <laughs> so I go downstairs, you know, to see my Santa gifts at the ripe old age of seventeen. Yeah, and there's an Xbox. And there's the games I'd asked for on uh, GameCube. Or, like, the game I'd asked for on GameCube, the game I'd asked for on PS2. But no Xbox game. Consoles there, no games. So what do you play? You got no games. Got no games. Got no games. So I just kind of, like, look, and Mom just, I, I can tell she just has this look. I'm like, so, and I was like, please don't take this the wrong way. It's like, I'm very thankful. I'm very happy. I was like, you got me a console, but like nothing. She goes, all you wanted was that damn Halo game. <clears throat> Apparently my mom had been everywhere. Every single place. in town. like, she'd gone to like two game stops, Target, Best Buy, Walmart, the, uh, cause yeah, our mall had two game stores. She'd gone to both sold out, sold out, sold out. So, and I'm like, no, and I'm like, don't worry about it. And she was like, no, no, check your stocking. Like, okay. Uh-oh. There was a Best Buy gift card in there that just wrote Xbox game. <laughs> she had legitimately written Xbox. And again, this is when Best Buy was still, I think they were still doing paper certificates in O2. I don't know if they'd moved like cards, cards yet. My mother, until I'm not kidding, until my like early 20s, was writing from Santa on things. So That's like awesome. I'm a goth kid walking around in like kickwear or Jinkos, black band shirts, like the ball chain necklace that everyone had with like my head shaved, handing them like gift cards to be like, this is from Santa. <laughs> Hi, Suncoast. Um so That's awesome. December twenty sixth. Me and my friend Zach, uh, you know, he kinda I go over to his place because he'd gotten Steel Battalion, like the the big like the giant fuck off thing that came with like its own controller. Oh yeah, that had like the big, con- yeah, yeah, like yeah, the yeah. big like uh, like the like the joystick and all that stuff. Like the huge like uh, like the controller came in three pieces. Oh my that you yeah, had to, like, clicked and like plug into each other. So I was going over to his place because we were going to check that out that night uh, after work. So I get there and I'm like, dude, we have to go hunt down Halo. So we check uh, the Reynolds Road GameStop that you and I have been to a few times here in town. Um, we go to Best Buy. There's one copy left, and it's in a dude's hand. So we're just like kind of hanging out. I'm kind of looking at some other games. I can't remember. I'm sure I picked up something. And nothing. We find nothing. Okay, whatever. We find nothing. So... We go to both. Uh, we don't. Know, we don't. We don't go to Target. Don't know why, but we just don't go to Target. It could have been like you know, it was the day after Christmas, and we didn't want to go to Target when we had to go. Well, you know, we had to work in the mall, so we were going there anyway. Is that the Target that carded me for uh, Alan Wake? Was that here? Yeah, oh, that was in Lexington. Yeah. Was it the one over on Nicholasville Road by the mall? Ah, uh, it might have been. I, I just remember there was a Target where, like, it was the only place that I, like, I was I was there visiting, and I got, I found Alan Wake, and I was like, oh yeah, and the girl, it was, it's 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 a T-rated game. It's thirteen and older, and she carded me. <laughs> like that's that's yeah, it's only rated T. Yeah, it is. It's only rated T, and that bitch carded me. Anyway, so, go ahead. Yeah, um, so then I'm, I'm glad you didn't go to that Target, is what, I'm, what I was trying to say. Fair. I'm going to that Target tomorrow, though. Uh, <laughs> no! Uh, so, we go to the mall. Neither game store has it. and Because we check the one by work first, and we walk across the mall and check the other one. As we're walking back through, do you remember when Sears sold video games? I do. That's where I bought, the, or where my parents bought uh, Super Mario Brothers three from a Sears. Oddly yeah. enough, uh, one copy of Halo, and I'm not kidding you. It took us 15 minutes to find someone who knew where the keys were to get into that. Because, you know, they had the game things. It's not like you could just, like, pick one up and take it over. No, they had the things you had to, like, unlock, like Walmart does. They had to, like, unlock, have someone, like, grab the game for you and then, like, walk it to the register. Man, 
like we stood there for 15 minutes and if like one of if they were like if we had to go like hunt someone else down because they were well, I don't have the keys to it and then like someone else like pulled them away or something one of us was like watching that like a hawk because we weren't letting anyone else get that copy of Halo from me so yeah as you shouldn't like I remember the uh, the time where Toys R Us had the paper tickets. Oh yeah, and some other stores did that too. Where like you you took the paper ticket, and you know you carried that around, and then you had to go to the desk. Hated that. Such a such a crappy system. Did you know uh, Toys R Us used to not keep track of how many paper things they had and how many um, copies of the game they had? I remember. Uh, the time uh, from when I worked there, you had to put the code in, like, the person had to put, like, one plus one mm-hmm. on the ticket, and then, like, last one on them, uh, but that was it. Like, other than that, it was just kind of a free-for-all. Uh, my friend, uh, Sean, um, Sean Pryor, you've definitely yeah. met him. Oh, yeah. Writer. Um, he worked, what he referred to it as the game cage at a Toys R Us in the uh, late 80s, early 90s. So, and the Toys R Us would just print, like, they would just print those paper things, and there was no thing in there. So he was like, we didn't give a damn. He was like, we would be telling people, like, he's like, we would tell people legitimately, hey, uh, we don't have this, but we'll give you this plus this instead. But if you return either of them, you just can't bring them back here. He, so he was basically like backdoor dealing with people be like, just don't fucking yell at me. Just take these games and go. Don't yet. Yeah, don't shoot the messenger. Just take it. You're getting two for the price of one. Yeah. And of course, like he was selling them like one good game and one that was like trash. But well, yeah, you know, if you're giving it to your five year old at home, all they're going to see is, oh, my God, I got two games instead of one. So. Right. It doesn't matter that one of them's Fester's Quest. For the yeah. original Nintendo, that's what. Can I tell you what I've been uh, what I've been doing lately? Okay, yeah, always. Uh, I've been on 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 YouTube. Uh, I have been looking up all these old like company training videos. Uh, like everybody's seen the uh, like the Wendy's training videos, like the hot drinks, the cold drinks, the grill, all that stuff. Like the restaurant ones are are easy to find. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have been looking up. Uh, like all of the other, like last night I watched uh, Nintendo training from 1991 and it's all, okay. it's all about like how to deal with returns and like people who don't know how to use the technology. Cause if you remember like the old, the original Nintendo was like the first real mainstream of its kind machine. Oh yeah. And so it, it, it was, it went through like all of these, uh, here's what happens when a person does this to come in and try and return it. Here's how you handle this. Here's how you handle this. And it was crazy because, like, the way like the way you looked at it was like every store had like a just a Nintendo section because it was always like this guy at a counter, and behind him was is just like a wall of Nintendo and Game Boy games. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, like it just like it hit me. It, it like that stuff always hits me in the nostalgia feels. And so I like, yeah, that's what I've been doing is I've been watching like, uh, all these old company training videos. Okay. So yeah, don't, don't judge me. No, 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 don't judge me. I watch other people play video games. So <laughs> I didn't, here's the thing is I did not realize that that, like, I, I always thought that was like the dumbest thing in the world until the Friday, the 13th game came out. That was the first game that I ever watched, like, that that I actually got a, like, I created a Twitch account for, so that I could watch people play Friday the 13th, the game, when it came out, and, like, it was having all those server problems, I mean, which plagued it for the entire run of its its existence, Um, but, like, while I was at work, I would pull up streams, and I would watch it like watch people playing when I couldn't because each game is like a little horror movie. So I just, I just watch people play. I can respect that. But it took me, it took me until uh, 2017 
to actually like get the like the appeal of watching people play video games. Uh, same for me. And we talked, well, you know, I've told this story on air before. I, um, I was home on a Friday night, like no one, absolutely no one was doing anything. And I, um, pulled up YouTube to watch something and it said, blah, 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 streaming super Mario maker. And I was like, fuck it. I'll see what all the hype is about. I didn't care about super Mario maker. And he played about 30 minutes of that, and then he was like, hey, I'm going to do a Legend of Zelda Link to the Past randomizer now. And I was like, a what? Yeah, yeah, I say what? Which is a ROM hack of uh, Link to the Past where, regardless of like what kind of chest or you, like any chest you open in the game gives you a random item. So like you could go somewhere and do a uh, dungeon where you know the weapon is, and you might just get like 50 rupees instead. Oh, yeah. But you might go to a chest that has like rupees or bombs and find like the third level master sword. So, uh, and it was always interesting to like watch them because, you know, they would have to use like safe state and not like safe state, but they would have to like restart the game to like get back to a certain point because they were like stuck somewhere and couldn't go anywhere. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I went from never watching a game streamer to watching the same person for four hours in one night. <laughs> so. There was no middle ground. There was uh, a little bit and then just massive obsession. So, you know, that's that's okay. That's that's fine. Nothing, nothing wrong with that. Could be worse. That's true. I was about to make a dirty work reference, but I'm not sure if you've ever seen that movie. You could. Uh, it's been a while, but I have. No, I was going to say at least I didn't get my nose bitten off by a Saigon whore. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to say... Uh, could be worse. You could do nothing but watch top ten lists. <laughs> because that stuff is garbage. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, now, everything else uh, that I ever put, like, on my lists that I really wanted, I didn't ask, like, I want to say that I didn't ask for a lot, but I probably did. Um, uh, my parents were really good about, like, they would always, like, come up with surprise. Like, my parents are great about, like, getting me gifts that I didn't even know I wanted. Like, they'll find stuff that I'm like, holy shit, that's a thing? And it's always, like, something I really, really like. Uh. <laughs> Do you like? Do you still ask your parents for video games and movies and that kind of stuff? No, not anymore. Like, uh, I find it weird. Like, I don't ask my parents for anything really anymore. I think I, I like. Really? I just I find it. I don't know. I, I like. I feel weird doing it. I haven't asked my parents for video games or movies since probably. I think the very last time I got a game from them was. Oh, when Super Smash Brothers on Wii U came out, so 2013. Okay. And that's just because I couldn't think of anything I wanted for Christmas, but I knew that was coming out. Like, that came out, like, two days before I was going to Henderson for Christmas. And I was like, screw it. I can't think of anything to ask for. So I, like, texted my mom. I was like, hey, this. Um, but, like, when my brother was engaged when I was younger, uh... They thankfully never got married. Josh, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry. Yay. Also, happy birthday. <laughs> um, his girlfriend, I was like, I was 21 when they were supposed to get married. So it was probably 20 at this point. And I would still ask for like movies and games and that kind of shit. And she was like, that's weird. And I was like, what do you mean? She was like, it's weird that you're asking for, like, video games and that kind of stuff for Christmas still. Yeah. Like, what do you mean still? I'm like, I always have. Yeah. She was like, well, that just that just seems childish. And I was like, uh, video games are sick. She was like, why don't you ask for clothes? And I was like 20. I was like, um, video games cost $60. I can go, to t- I can go buy a T-shirt for 20 bucks. So- yeah, like, uh, you know, uh, places got pants for 25 bucks. Like, it's, yeah. it's not a huge deal. I got pants. 
I got yeah, like got, I got pants. I got shirts. Like what? I don't know. I guess I like I yeah. My, my every year, my parents are like, "What do you want for Christmas? What do you want for your birthday?" And I'm just like, "Nothing." Like I just I don't like because I'm I'm weird in that like I'm one of those people that it's like if there's something I want, I'll just go get it. Like I don't I, generally save stuff like oh I, I, I'm not gonna get that because someone might get it for me for my birthday or like what no I'm just like oh I I need a new whatever I'm just gonna go get it. Yeah, a bit like mostly same there, but like I've also and this is gonna sound weird coming from me. Um, I've cut down on the amount of new games I buy. Yeah. Uh, like classic, all bets are off. Um, but like, if there's like a brand like Cyberpunk comes out in a few days, yeah, eh? maybe. Eh? Uh, you know, everyone was hype as fuck when Witcher came out, and less than a year later, it was half the price it was, and would go on sale for twenty. I will sure as hell wait for eight months and buy Cyberpunk for less than sixty dollars. Yeah. Um. But like, yeah, I always, but I'm, I'm in the same boat as you. Like people ask like, what do you want for Christmas? It's like, I don't fucking know. No, I, I buy me everything. Right. Oh, that pop is on sale. I'm going to go ahead and buy it. Oh, no, I've really oh. cut back on my pop buying. Oh, uh, speaking of that this week, you're going to laugh because, uh, you know, but I can't help it. Uh, oh, Funko shop has a sale. Oh, I'll go ahead and get, uh, both Richard Simmons pops. <laughs> I don't give a shit. No, I said I'm I don't doing buy pops it. Anymore. I said I don't buy pops anymore, and I, 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 it was so cool. It looked so cool, and I have this fascination with weird Undertaker figures. <laughs> I, I had to get that all purple Amazon exclusive. Oh yeah, yeah. That is a good one. I, the, Amazon has really cool pop exclusives. Their, uh, their see-through John Cena was awesome. Was that a, was that Amazon? I thought that was also like a WWE live show one. Uh, it might have been at the live shows, but um, since they canceled all those, um, True. Amazon was the only place that I I saw it. That I I got it in a uh, in a lot from the Bay because I was yeah. I was getting a bunch of because like I was I was amassing a bunch of WWE pops that I knew I would be able to get signed at conventions. How's that going for you? Yeah, man. Fucking COVID. Goddamn COVID. Yeah. So. I'm trying to think if there was like anything else, but no, most of the time I'm kind of in the same boat you are. Um, there was the year my mom lost one of my Christmas gifts. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, she'd gotten me... I asked for... Uh, oh, gosh, I asked for... Yeah, I asked for... I was still asking for video games. This may have been the Christmas, actually. Um, I asked for Trauma Center on Wii. Right. And I can't remember what the other one was, but I got Trauma Center, and she was just kind of like looking around... She was like, you should have another game. I was like, uh, this is everything. She's like, well, did you knock it under the couch? And I was like, mom, I don't think I knocked it under the couch. She was like, well, just check. Okay, I'll appease you and look under the couch. Mom, it's not under the couch. So, like, she goes on this, like, breakfast is held up for 20 minutes because she has to go upstairs and tear her bedroom and everywhere apart that she'd hidden gifts. So, uh, yeah, I'm just like, mom, don't worry about it. Yeah, mom, don't worry not, about it. Mom, I'm 21 and still live at home. Don't worry <laughs> about it. I, I, I'm here if you find it. Like, yeah, like I'm not going anywhere. It's fine. So. Like, yeah, and the fun fact, do you want to know when she found it? Uh, a year and a half ago. Uh, no, 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 because they've moved. It was two weeks before they moved. Wow. Yeah. I can't remember where it ended up. Maybe in like some old, 
Because, like, this is how fucking crazy my mom would be. Uh, she, even in our 20s, in our 20s, and Josh and I were never the kind of kids who would, like, look for gifts. Like, we were never those kids. But, uh, she would still, like, hide gifts in, like, old luggage and, like, in drawers in her, like, room and stuff. And she's like... Mom, if you tell me don't go look in the bags in this corner of the bedroom, I'm not going to go look at those bags in the corner of the bedroom. Right. Because I'm a man child who likes surprises. So. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Surprises can be really good, though. So they it's can worth be. it. Yeah. Um, so, man. Yeah. It's fun thinking back about. Gifts of Christmas past. And Ghostface Killer of Christmas past. Ooh, Ghostface Killer. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh, the other thing I've been doing um, is I've been watching a lot of uh, documentaries lately. And okay. I'll, I'll tell you the two that you need to watch. I'll send you a link uh, if you want to watch this one. It's listening. It sounds like the you, you're, I'm going to tell you the title and you're going to be like, uh, but you got to let me explain. And you can find okay. it if you know where to search. And if you want, I can send you the link because I know where to find it. But it's called Hands on a Hard Body. Uh, right. And so what it is, is apparently in the in the like in the 1990s, this car dealership in Texas would give away a, a hard body car. So it's a model of car and the, or it's, it's a truck. It's like, it's a model of truck. And, uh, it was one of those old school promotions where everybody would put their hand on it. And the last person to lift their hand up would get it. And, uh, it, it goes through like all of the people, like the way that it it works is like this dealership. Like you have to go in and you register and they draw out like 16 names. And those people are the contestants. And it follows all of these contestants, like this one guy who uh, he he won. It's the 1995 competition for this movie. But one of the people who's in it won in 1992, and he had his hand on the car for like 86 hours in order to win it. Yeah, and it's like all these people, and it's exactly the kind of people that you think that a contest like that would attract. Oh, yeah. Where it's uh, like the one guy is like super overanalyzing and he's like, now here's what you got to do. He's like, I see this guy over here and he's over there eating a hamburger and that might, that might taste good right now. But in a couple hours, it takes, takes more uh, energy for your body to process that fat. So he ain't, he ain't going to last. I can look at him and tell that he ain't going to last. Like, and you're just like, what the shit? Like there's that, like there's people that are applying so much science, whether it's true or not. Uh, to a put your hand on a car competition, uh, but that one's that one's amazing. Uh, but the other one that's really good uh, that I'm I got to watch, and this is one of the things that like I am I am broken hearted that I never got a chance to experience this in 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 my life. Uh, it's on HBO Max. Officially, but if you know where to look, you can find it other places. Um, Class Action Park. Dude, I need to watch that. And I've been so, like, I don't do documentaries a lot, and that looks awesome to me. Like, I, I'm not trying to overhype it, but, like, I have now been deep diving into Action Park. If you've never heard of Action Park, for everybody who's, who's listening, if you've never heard of Action Park, it's this, uh, it was this... It started out as like a ski, a ski resort in Vermont, and then in the off season they built a water park and a like a motor park that had like go karts and stuff. And uh, it was like one of the, it was probably the most dangerous amusement park ever, ever built. And it's uh, like the story of Action Park is told by employees and people who went there. And like they have, they have uh, a a water slide. This is just to give you an idea of of the kind of park that you're dealing with. 
Okay. It's a water slide that has like a full 360, like a loop, right? Yeah, yeah. Which you're thinking about and you're like, oh, that sounds cool. It looks like a roller coaster. But there's a reason why water slides don't do that. And it's because you have to be like a certain size, a certain, like you have to be going a certain speed in order to clear the loop. And so what would happen is they would send people in to do like the test drives, right? And they, everyone would come out, like the first people would come out and they would be like, they, they'd hit the walls and stuff and they'd come out all like bruised and bleeding and all this stuff. And people start like, so they increase the padding and this and that. So they keep sending people through and people keep coming out like all scraped up and everything and they can't figure out why. So they open the trap door at the top, at the top of the loop. And at the top of the loop, people are, get, are getting their faces scratched on the teeth that are lodged in it from the people that went first. Mm. Because they're hitting the wall so hard that it's knocking teeth loose and they're getting stuck in the padding. So when yeah. the next people go through, their face scrapes across and they scrape against other people's teeth. And it's like that was a water slide that was open for like eight years. Uh, before it got sold and uh, defaulted uh, on all other loans, six people died in the park. Jesus Christ. Yeah, they had a water slide that uh, the, the the initial drop was so steep that about not even a foot off of where you start was a mesh uh, like fencing that would push you back onto the, the track because if it wasn't there, you would have just you would have gone over the edge and you would have just hit the ground. You would, you would not have stayed on the track. Uh, it was insane. And there's like half of me that is like, I can't believe that that ever actually existed and was open and like people went. And there's half of me that's like, man, I wish I could have gone once. Like just once. They had a like they had go karts, right? And they uh, they they had them locked. They had like a spe a speed governor is what they call it, and so it locks it at a certain speed. And the way that the park was set up is it had two of the different parts, uh, and then the the motor park was uh, separated by a major highway that that like basically dissected the entire park. And so what people did is they figured out that uh, if you took a tennis ball, you could override the speed governor. And you could, instead of going, instead of maxing out at like 15 miles an hour, they could go up to 50. Holy shit. And so what people would do is they would put the tennis ball in and they would rig it up and then they would go off course and take the, the, the uh, go-karts onto the highway. Oh, that sounds safe. <laughs> right? Uh, they had a, uh, they had a, a, a place uh, that was, it was like, they, they were tanks. They were like battle tanks that launched tennis balls, which is where the people got the tennis balls from. And uh, inevitably they would say that like at least once or twice a month uh, people would, because the, 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 the grant, like the, the, the amusement park sold alcohol after 5 PM. So people would go and get drunk and then they would go and drive these tanks. And then they would, they, they, the tanks shot tennis balls. And the goal was you were supposed to hit the other tanks to drop their shields down with the tennis balls. And that's how you win. But what people would do is they would take, like, their beer with them, and they would light the tennis balls on fire and then launch them out at the other tanks. <laughs> what? Yeah. So, like, uh, like half of it, like, it, it, that documentary, like, to give you an idea, is like an hour and 40 minutes of stories like that. That are like, I can't believe that this, like, this actually happened. They had, uh, the, like, the Tarzan jump, which was, like, a big swing. And, like, literally all you did was, like, it was like a rope. They would give you the rope. You would swing off of the platform. And then once you got to a certain part, you would just let go. Sounds fine. Sounds safe. Sounds whatever. Uh, but it was, like, the, the, the park, it was open, you know, in the summer. It would get to be, like, you know, 90, 95 degrees in the sun, and the the water that you jumped into was basically like a it was a a river like it wasn't like a yeah. pool so the water was like fifty degrees forty degrees so when you when you would hit 
there were people, at least 30 people a day, that they would have to fish out because their body would go into shock because of the temperature difference. And, like, their body would just, like, seize up. Jesus Christ. And so it's like, it is like, you listen to this documentary and you're like, oh my God, like, how was this? How did this stay open this long? How was this legal? Like, how did nobody shut any of this down? Why did people keep going back? And, like, they have all these crazy stories about all these, like, from people that went, like, these kids that would go and, um, and, and the people that worked there and all that stuff. So, like, it's super, it, it's great. And so there's half of me that's like, my God, like, that place is a death trap. That place sounds awful. Like, oh, my God. And then half of me is like, I wish I could have gone just one time. Yeah. Just once, just to see what, it, what it's like. And so if you YouTube Action Park uh, footage, like, there's people that have home videos of them going to Action Park, which is pretty awesome. Um, oh, shit, that's cool. But, because uh, it's, like, from, it's from, like, the late 80s, so it's, like, you know it's somebody with, like, one of those big over-the-shoulder VHS recorders, because the quality... Like someone didn't think it through, because they have to carry that around. Yeah, oh, exactly. Uh, so the one guy's, like, whoever it is, is, like, well, I guess I'm not riding any rides, because I gotta hold this thing. Um... So like the quality's all bad because it's it's shot on a like a a home VHS over the shoulder camcorder, which is awesome. But um, yeah, like I, I just like it's one of those things that like I wish that I had been old enough to go because you know I lived. It was in New Jersey, so it wasn't like we lived like really close, but like we were close enough that like we could have gone. Like Maine to New Jersey for that is 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 a is a bit of a haul, but like if we went on like vacation, like we might have gone on vacation there. Damn. And I'm like, oh, like half of me is like, thank God we missed out on that, and then half of me is like, I kind of wish we would have gone there instead of like Amish country one year, because that would have been much cooler. Went to Amish country on vacation, huh? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, we did. We went to Amish did, country. Did you do bad in school that year, or what? No, I, I, no, my parents just hated me. Well, I can't say I blame them. I kept looking for Weird Al, but he wasn't there. It was nowhere near as cool as the song, I'm telling you. Uh, I'm trying to, like, I know there were a few things that, um... Okay, so I have, like, my little kid answer, and I have my goth answer. All right. So, like, things I really wish I could have done. Um... I think, like, every kid that didn't go really fucking wanted to go to space camp. God, okay, here's the shit. Here's the thing about space camp. Here's the Uh-oh. bullshit about space camp. You should not have said space camp. Because I, I, like, I got a rant about space camp. I'm going to save it for another show. But uh, when they, like, there was no prize that was better to a kid who watched Nickelodeon. Because they gave away a damn space camp trip, like every single show of everything. And wasn't uh, shit? Didn't like Home Improvement or Boy Meets World or one of those shows do like a space camp episode? I'm pretty sure they they did. Somebody did a uh, space camp. Google space camp. TV. No, not TB. TV. <laughs> it's a space camp. Tuberculosis. Human. Ca- no, I don't give a fuck about like. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. No, I don't give a. Shut the fuck. <laughs> I'll find it. Yeah. Space camp was like the what was like the be all end all like apex of. I guess that is one thing that I wanted as a kid that I never got. Uh, I didn't, I never thought that I would actually get it though, because it was one of those things where it was like, like space camp was like that unattainable goal that I wanted so bad. Fucking space camp. (sighs) So, uh, the other one was as like, you know, a goth kid in the late 90s, early 2000s, like, fuck, dude, like, I always wanted to go to OzFest. 
and I never got to go. Like I really wanted to do like the Ozfest thing. Um, there were a couple years it got talked about, and then like someone ended up grounded. Someone ended up like <laughs> in trouble. We were all too broke. What you ending up in trouble? No, actually, it wasn't me. The year, uh, the year someone got in trouble, it wasn't me. Um. One year, Ozfest was in Cincinnati the same day Primer 55 was playing in Louisville, so we went to go to that show instead. Um, and then there was one year uh, we just opted for Warp Tour instead because Ozfest was like a hundred and some odd bucks, and tickets to Warp Tour were like thirty eight. So. But, you know, like, it's always one of those things, especially, like, looking back at some of the lineups, I'm like, fuck, I missed, like, what would have been, like, great shows for me. Like, uh, Head PE, Primer 55, and Dope were all in there the same year. Um, like, Drowning, like, the OG Drowning Pool lineup. Like, I just missed out on, like, all that cool stuff that, like, would have been fun to do and go to as, like, I don't know, a 17 to 19 year old shithead goth kid. <laughs> Man. Uh, I missed out on uh, Jaws of the Ride. Fuck. Uh, like, I I never wanted. Um, like, I've, I've, I never wanted to ride a theme park or amusement park ride more than Jaws of the Ride, and now it's. Underneath Harry Potter World in Universal Studios, so never got that chance. Um, with absolutely no training at all, in the fall of two thousand three, my friend Zach and I were offered to uh, open a wrestling show against each other. Nice. Yeah. Let me tell you, as someone who's had minimal wrestling training, uh, you would have been fine. Um, but yeah, uh, they were going to pay us a split $40. So 20 bucks a piece. Wow. And, uh, they wanted it to be hardcore. So two guys who had no wrestling training and they wanted us to hit each other with chairs. Well, that's how you disguise the fact that you don't really have training is you just use props. They wanted us to murder each other. Yeah, pretty much for people's amusement and for $20. Yep. I mean, I've done, I mean, $20 is $20. That's I've true. Done thing, uh, I've done worse things for 20 bucks. Let me tell you something. <laughs> You've been there for some of them. Uh, oh, yeah, I have. Uh, I'm not going to reference a certain Snapchat about $20 is $20, but <laughs> I'm not going to do it. Oh, uh, that, that picture has transferred from three oh, phones now. Gosh, can it not? Nope. The picture stays, man. Damn. The picture stays. <laughs> uh, the thing is it's not nearly as dirty as any listener is thinking no no not at all um i mean i'll i uh, listen all you have to do if you're out there listening all you have to do is find my snapchat and ask me and i'll send you something much dirtier than i sent than than, than what that one is but because um, it's not that dirty is the thing so you know whatever that's true that's it's funny. It, it is funny um but you know, it's not not as dirty. You know what is dirty though? Our mouths. Oh, besides that, uh, I don't know. I, I'm not. I, I'm. I'm going to spring this on you. I, I've not told you about this. This is the first time you're going to hear about this. Oh God. Uh, but normally, we uh, with our A plus top shelf prep for the show. Usually, we have topics planned out weeks in advance. Weeks, I say. Weeks. Uh, but I would like to spring one on you for next week, right now, in front of everybody, live. Okay. All right. Let's do it. Because I have in my hand. Do you know what that sound is? Is it jail mail? It is jail mail. Is it new jail mail? It is brand new jail mail, never before heard on this show. I have, because uh, you know, uh, I think we can spoil it for everybody, is next week is... Is it next week? No, next week. Yeah, next week is our last normal, regular show. Well, I don't want to say normal. Regular show. We don't have normal. Normal is not used to describe this show in any way. Big facts. 
Big uh, facts. So uh, next week is our last regular show before our holiday break. We're going to have some surprises over holiday break, uh, but we take, you know, we take a few weeks off uh, around Christmas to New Year's just to kind of, you know, uh, regroup, recharge. Uh, we come up with new stuff for next year and, uh, you know, introduce some new stuff, but we're going to have some surprises while we're gone. But um, we wanted to go out with a bang next week. And what better way than some jail mail? So I thought that we could, uh, we, I, I could read out some of our jail mail next week. Uh, we got a great letter uh, from an inmate, and I would love the opportunity to read that out over the airwaves alive next week. Uh, yeah, and as always, if you call, we, we will screen them. Mm-hmm. Um, so this might be a little difficult. If you use your phone time from jail yeah, yeah. to call us during the show, mm-hmm. we will talk to you as long as you're available. That's true. Yeah. If 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 we take a call, if, if you are uh, at this time uh, next Tuesday, uh, starting at uh, 8.30 Eastern, if you have phone time and you call our show, we will talk to you as long as you want to. That's as a fact. Yeah, as long as long as long as you're able to be on the phone. Um, I think that's a. I think that's a fair, fair offer. I like it. <sighs> so next week, if it's okay with you. Oh yeah, it's all. It's definitely okay with me. Uh, we will. We will have some jail mail. Uh, we'll figure out. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll have some other stuff to talk about. But jail mail is going to be a uh, a a central part of next week's episode. I can't wait, man. I, you know, I love jail mail. Oh, you know, I love jail mail. Yeah. Cautiously, sometimes, but uh, it, it I do should love it. be cautiously. Uh, if you want, if you want the honest truth, it should be cautiously because uh, I have read through this one, and yeah, get ready for next week, man. I'm into it, man. Let's, uh, let's get <sighs> fucking weird. All right, oh, we will believe me. We will get weird next week because the next week is jail mail, and before we go on a regular show break for a, a few weeks for the holidays. But, uh, man, it's, it, it's going to be a wild one. Just, just if, if you, if your chair that you use to sit, uh, and, uh, do the show does not have a seatbelt on it, you may want to install one by next <laughs> week because you're going to want to buckle up for this one. It's, it's going to be good. We've, we've had a few where we'll, we'll recap some of our highlights, um, next week and then we'll dive into this one because it is, it is a doozy it it is a doozy it's not the one that i've saved for the uh like the the stage show because that one is is off the charts but this one this one's pretty high up there so i'm into it it's it's good oh well it's into you so i hope that uh Uh, hope that you're ready (laughs) it's gonna be good uh so until then, uh, you know, you can support our Patreon, as you see on your screen, patreon.com slash FWB podcast. Uh, we're going to also, I think also next week, I think we may need to do a, uh, a call in to win giveaway where we give away okay. some of these promo items that we've got. Because okay. we got some promo stuff. We got some keychains. We got some um, pins, buttons. Uh, we got some coasters. And uh, we've been sitting on some stock for a while. So I think we should start giving away some prize packs. I don't know about you. I'm into it, man. Let's so let's make it happen. We'll do a, we'll do some call in to win giveaways next week. We'll have some jail mail. Um, you know, make sure uh, Twitch.tv/tn2m underscore shows every Tuesday, eight thirty Eastern, seven thirty Central. You can hear us stream live. You can join in on the conversation, 270-883-1617. Also, um, like we said before, patreon.com slash FWB 
podcast where you can uh, get access to 203 extra episodes that go way, way, way back to the beginning of this show and other shows. Uh, some good stuff in there. Give us a like, and, give us a share, you know, all that stuff. And uh, as always, if you talk about us on social media, hashtag FWB podcast, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, again, if you put hashtag FWB podcast as a part of your Tinder or Grinder profile, we will send you promo stuff. We will send you free stuff if you do that. Yeah, um, that's true. That is 1000% true. Until then, guys, stay safe, stay happy, keep doing your thing, keep showing support. We love you all. And to everyone who uh, included, who somehow managed to include two jerk-offs from Kentucky in their top five listen-to podcasts on their Spotify list, <laughs> right? we greatly appreciate you guys. We love you all. And thank you so much for being our friends with benefits. <laughs>